Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm really excited that I sort of wanted to record today instead of Tuesday because I wanted to make sure that the people got husky sick brook voice. I mean, that's pretty sexy. Yeah. When Bridget, I saw you on Saturday, it like <laughs> there was one point where my voice just like completely dropped it and went I was from like, like sexy r- grumble to like <laughs> i've been smoking for 45 years like i i actually can't phone it at all and i don't know how words are coming out it was like crackly in a way that it seemed like like in a in like a, a comic book movie like suddenly i've been like like you took my mask off and yeah, like, that's exactly. how i spoke and that's who you were really underneath um how you doing how you feeling are you feeling better um, I am feeling a lot better than the last time you saw me. Good. Love um, that. This has been a really bad month for me. It sure has, hasn't it? But I have brown hair. <laughs> it's brown and it looks really good. It's a big change, but it's... It's a big change for me. We were saying earlier that people, some people are like, I don't really, it's not that big of a change. Like, I don't really notice a difference. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm a different person. I look in the mirror and I go, who that? I know that feeling though. Like anytime I get a haircut I don't love or like a, that's all I can think about. And I'm always like, you can't see how terrible this looks. It doesn't look, and I, I objectively, I know that it doesn't look terrible. Good. And I like it. Good. It's just when you like go somewhere and you're like, I think I want to go a little bit darker. Like maybe like a honey blonde. And then suddenly and you're then a brunette. And then suddenly your roots are brown like dark brown and you're like sitting there I was like sitting there watching them like marinate and I was like oh no no like, no this isn't gonna be what I want and my hair I was like at the sink and I like looked at like my wet tips of my hair of <laughs> 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 my hair wet and I was tips. like and I was like that's not blonde here we are Yikes, yeah. but it's really it's not bad at all um it is a change though it is a change and maybe it's a change that I need to maybe 2018 Brooke is just a little moodier brunette Brooke brunette Brooke is here whole new world I don't even look like my brother anymore. Like, well, you still have the same face. <laughs> so, which is a literal transplant of your brother's face. <laughs> Speaking of hi, Brooke. Hi, Bridget. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Splat, Splat the podcast. Where me, Brooke. And me, Bridget. Talk about Shrek. <laughs> I'm a believer. <laughs> you thought it was a one episode bit. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> This Wait. is Shrek, the Swamp Cast. <laughs> swamp, the Shrek Cast. <laughs> yep. Anyway, Incredible. sorry. What do we talk about? Sex in the City. Yep. 10 years younger. And 20 years later. And this week, we have a lovely, lovely guest. 
Hi. <laughs> hey, Lily. <laughs> Lily. Wait, just really quick before we introduce Lily back to Shrek. Okay, fair. Oh, sure. I was taking a BuzzFeed quiz today. Not at work. Oh, never. Why would you do that? Um, and I had to choose my favorite non-Disney animated film, and I had to choose between Shrek and Anastasia. Mm. Oh. Easy choice for me, honestly. I picked Anastasia. Mm. I would watch Anastasia. So, yeah, I would pick, pick Shrek, Shrek but, sure. I kn- but I know why you picked Anastasia. I mean, she you have to is, be true to who you are. She yeah, is different. the first Disney. Imagine she- that. Heart don't fail, I'm a believer. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was universal. I thought she was. She's DreamWorks. Way. That's what the point was. Is that it's not. Is mm, they had. Got it. Got it. It got was it. pick a pick. Pick like a non things, and it was like, what Disney right. song are you? And I'm be our guest from the oh, from the Beauty and the yes, Beast. Yes, that feels right. Yeah. Um, yeah, Shrek's good. Shrek's a great movie. Lily, Lily is our favorite kind of guest because Lily shows up and uncorks wine and has more on the way. <laughs> <laughs> Lily has more on the way. Prepared. I don't know if you, so if you guys follow me on social media, which you all should at Brooke Wiseman. What are you doing? Um, get out. <laughs> uh, Lily was my travel companion for my, my Israel slash Italy trip. Oh yeah. Lily, oh, did yes. you get a, um, a name also? Like a, like a oh, like a Hebrew name. Oh, yeah. No, we're Try still it. deciding. Somebody, um, thank you. Someone's first initial thought for me was, oh man, I forget what it was. Don't you I, have a note on your phone? I have a note. So, uh, yeah, I just forget what the meaning was. It was just. It was like, it was like a pretty name. No, that was me. I I went through <laughs> I went through a list of Hebrew names and their um, and what they mean. And apparently, all the ones that I identified with, all all of our Israeli soldier friends were like, yeah, those are used for like older people <laughs> like those are elderly names it was leah who was tired because she has like a hundred <laughs> kids <Leah's> <laughs> she's a million she's children which like lily is like a mother to many yeah, metaphorically and i'm yeah, tired of including me right and I, you're tired i'm tired she's tired I, I have to really dig so yuval my name in hebrew means little river which is right. also what brooke means right makes a lot of sense. it makes and it kinda if easy. you ask my mom i don't know if i went over this last time we did cool bye <laughs> rain cloud you're like no i'm a rain cloud <laughs> oh right, storm right, right. cloud <laughs> i'm a storm cloud the other one i liked was but now i don't like it for several reasons it was Dev- uh devorah or deborah or deborah mm. and she uh it, me- it meant two different things it meant to speak kind words or a swarm of bees <laughs> which i really I identified with it, until our last night in israel they made us move from a really nice hotel to a really garbage scary moldy oh no and it was called the deborah it's called the deborah hotel okay, so oh, a oh, trip really? advisor has been coming you for really? me every week <laughs> so really quickly about the deborah hotel there were two elevators on our floor um and i spent a lot of time in the hallways of the deborah hotel mm-hmm. um but was this the very last night after you come back night. from Italy? And no, no, everything? no. This was our no. last night of birthright. So basically there were, there were two elevators on our floor and everyone's waiting for one. And the other one came. I was like, Oh, I'll get in it. And I could not tell you what the floor was, but I, I pressed a button and then I got in the elevator and I think you guys heard me be like, Oh, no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> oh, no. Like, oh, was that that sneaky elevator over <laughs> like, on the side? This is a mistake. This is a mistake. Oh no. But it started taking me down and the, <laughs> the door opened. <laughs> And it was a dark room. It was a kill room. And all I saw was like a mattress, a hanging shirt, like a mattress up against the wall, a hanging shirt, darkness, and like, and I was like, <laughs> it was like tower we were upstairs just like hearing her screaming and we <laughs> all were like, Brooke, how do we get her back? How do we get her back? <laughs> that's so horrible. That's amazing. <laughs> and that's really why dark. you don't take the other elevator. Never take the other Ugh, elevator. No, just take the stairs. Just take, no. There Honestly. Were, there were Russians. There was, there was actually like a giant blockade at the bottom of one of the stairs it was just like pieces of planks of wood like don't go this way and i just stepped over it and one person was like hey it's like 
So I don't know. Your wood planks didn't deter me. <laughs> no, they did not. I have legs. So, Lily. Yes. Hello. Um, Lily has, Lily and I met. I was going to say, you guys are long, long friends. 11 years ago. 11 years. Almost. This June. This 11 June. years. Damn. Um, That's a lot of years. Lily, yeah. Lily likes to tell this story about the f- actual first time Please we met. Sure. She doesn't recall. I have That's no okay. memory, it but it, it's indicative of the story, but it isn't indicative of me. No, it's definitely no. not. But um, so we went to theater camp together. Wow. And uh-huh. I had been attending this theater camp for, let's see, you came in 06. So I had been attending for four years and I had like never gotten a role, but I still loved my time there. I had great <laughs> friends. I'm doing musicals. Yeah. It's a blast. And her first year, she books... Um, they like split up a bunch of roles in Blood Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like a narrator, and, and then instead it of like it having it one narrator, it was like oh, seven. Sure. Like yeah, four or six. camp and you know yeah. opportunities for children. Yeah, but and she I had wore like black pants, jazz pants, and a black tank top and red sister. Classic narrator, oh like God. basically a techie. <laughs> yeah, and um, she was like she was a narrator with like a bunch of other like long term people who had been at the camp for a while. So it was very intimidating Whoa. for me as a newcomer to be in this environment. Yeah, and like, it like definitely a, pissed me off of a course. little bit. But this new girl just coming in and booking shit. But then I got the chance to see it and she was really, really good and oh. I like I was not bitter by any means. In fact, I pulled her aside and I was like, I literally just said, hi, you were really really good oh and my she God. she brushed me off <gasps> she brushed me off she was just, i i she was overwhelmed which i now know fair, about brooke fair, and i yeah. believe and know this to be true <laughs> however at the time it stung i'm sure it yeah. stung but then then especially the next, because you were being such a big person and getting over your jealousy <laughs> and i was just like i don't know where or who i am yeah. <laughs> and then so how can i if i don't know who i am how can i how can i be kind <laughs> Which is not something I've learned. You need to, Deborah, either pick your kind words or Or be be a swarm swarm of bees. bees. (laughs) (laughs) There's no middle ground. All right. Well, now I know. Now I know. In retrospect, I swarm of bees to you when I should have kind words to you. Um, But (laughs) Deborah verb. Deborah the verb. But then the next summer, we were in two shows together. Back back to back. back. Oh, dang. Mm -hmm. And now, and here we are. That'll solidify. It's one thing when you do one show, because, you know, everyone just, like, falls in love with each other in that, like, whatever, two, three weeks. Yeah. But, man, when you got two shows under your belt, that's lifetime friendship right there. We got lucky. We got lucky. Seriously. So, Lily also was, like, the house when I would come visit New York. So, all of my experience, like, visiting New York up until, um, I would say, freshman year of college was the via Lily. Whoa. Like coming to stay with Lily. Totally. At Lily. A senior year maybe. So you I, were one of the cool New York kids who your mom was so afraid of you becoming. Not becoming, but like. Betsy like, was afraid you were going to become No, no, me. no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Of course not. <laughs> but That's she was the like, dream. I remember like visiting sophomore year for like Becca. Becca's birthday party oh, sure. and she, my mom was like you will not take the subway and so like Juliana I remember taking a cab Isn't with Juliana. Isn't that so funny now? Like, yes, oh it's crazy but like Lily was definitely one of the like we're gonna go into the back room of this bar and do sake shots and I'm like I'm <laughs> literally 14. Lily's face she's being <laughs> maligned. <laughs> We did have like our spots. Fair. They were the I feel like to. everyone who I've known who grew up in New York has the like two bars they went to where they knew they oh, could yeah. get served. One yeah. of them is still open and I will not call them out on live. Oh, air. absolutely. Took you to Tokyo Pop. They closed quick, which you can't keep this. Tokyo Pop um, was this place by Columbia 
and you'd go inside and you'd ask for a table in the back and they'd charge you an 18% upcharge and then because they knew because they knew and no the, wonder they got shut they down one, if you have a yeah. real policy like nah. straight up and their one waitress her name was Ori like Oreo those are her words <laughs> and she'd be like can I see some ID you can show me anything a credit card a bus ticket <laughs> just something so that my boss sees me looking at stuff that wow. was wow Tokyo yeah. poop <laughs> Tokyo poop um Lily what's your relationship to sex in the city actually I have like a pretty Oh, I forget. I'm so yeah, excited. Yeah, I, t- I actually also forget this detail myself. Um, so I watched Sex and the City for in full after it finished airing. Oh, I had fun. all the DVDs and I just like attacked. And then you binged it. Yeah. Had you, you hadn't watched it before. I had seen episodes here and there. My parents were never like, you can't watch inappropriate stuff. Right. They they let me watch a lot of stuff. But um, I was... I got really, I was like original binge watcher. Like I would buy all the DVDs. If it was a VHS, I would buy all the VHSs, like (laughs) any kind of collection. Yeah. Yeah. And just not like leave my, uh, my room for several days. And growing up, my, uh, neighbor was friends with Darren Starr. Oh, no way. Cool. Yeah. My apartment and their apartment, we'd open up both of them and throw the rap party. Oh, my God. And not every year, but like a decent amount of years. For the show? Yeah. And I was like too young to be able to participate, but I I do have several nuggets. Yeah. Um, Please. (laughs) I knew Lance Bass was gay before he came (gasps) out. So did I, actually. There you go. He was uh, fully like high school, like locker like hand up against the wall, leaning over <laughs> a hot young thing by my bedroom door when I was oh a kid. Oh my God. And you were like, ah, interesting. Yeah, I was like nine, 10 and 11 for these parties. So my mom pretty much was basically like, go sit in your room and right. we'll bring you snacks and you can invite a friend. Um, one time David Blaine was there and he got wasted and did a magic trick for me. <gasps> and I saw him pull the card out of oh his my God. Desk pocket. And I was like, you, I saw the trick. Drunk he, David Blaine did a like, shitty trick for you. Like, no, no, no. Let me do it again here. You, you just, you don't know magic. And did it again, like <laughs> totally know. messed it up all over again. And I kicked him out of my room. I was like, I don't have time <laughs> for, for your this. faulty for magic. Your, for your faulty shitty magic. Stay out of here. I am a 10 year old connoisseur of yeah. tricks. <laughs> I actually was taking after school magic classes that year. <laughs> so I really was like, this is just yeah. so unprofessional. Please, please. Um, Breaking uh, the first rule. Always. I never saw a single member of the cast. Of wow, City at that's the party. kind of remarkable that for three years. Although maybe they weren't like it was into a, the rap party. Maybe, was it kind of crew? Rap parties were like fun. the best. Yeah, maybe it was like mid season, so they <laughs> they were like meh. Right, I'm over this. I hate everybody, but the it was always hopping. It was always a good time. That's an amazing tidbit. It's Thank fun. you so much. Oh, anytime. I kind of forget about it until I'm talking about that's Sex and the City. A, well, right. It's such a good, it's not like you're, you're like the child of one of the co- the stars, you know, but it's like the perfect, it's like a weird like, outlier. Weird, yeah, exactly. Connection too. That's so funny. So who do you think, do you know your like hybrid or your identification with one um, of them? I'm like mostly a Miranda. Mm-hmm. Same. Hardcore. Cool. Yeah. Um, Which me- is interesting to me because both of us are really close to Brooke, who's a Carrie. Yes. I'm also a Miranda. You are also, of course. You have Miranda tendencies. But at, you would even say that I'm you're a, a lot of a Carrie. And I just, For but sure. I, but I think it it kind of makes sense because that's the like friendship that makes so much sense, and mm-hmm. so that like you'd be friends with a lot of Miranda type people kind of makes sense to me. Well, yeah, I'm the glue that holds the together. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Carrie. Uh-huh. Okay, Carrie. <laughs> Sam, they're all inside my head. Do you, <laughs> that's right. If I was a hybrid, I know when I first watched the show, I like I was so obsessed with Charlotte, but I'm not. That's so funny. What do you think it was? Um, I thought because she- I feel like I also would have as like a 12 year old 
been obsessed with Charlotte yeah. in a way where now I can't. I'm like I Charlotte. She's like just beautiful and mm-hmm. like. Do you think mm-hmm. it's that she has brown hair? And you have brown Maybe. hair. Maybe. I, I I did like go for that for a while. But also no, because like for the longest time growing up, I thought Sarah Michelle Gellar was the most beautiful woman on earth. <laughs> Fair. She is very pretty. I'm talking more her. about Sarah Michelle Gellar today than I have in literally my entire life. So I told bizarre. an unrelated story about it earlier too. That's so bizarre. <laughs> I well, I, she Are you talking people? about Sarah Michelle Gellar or Sarah Jessica Parker? Sarah Michelle Gellar yeah. as just in make, Buffy. Just clarify. Um, Two episodes ago, there's a it's one of the LA episodes. And oh, Sarah Michelle Gellar it plays this like little Sarah PR Michelle Gellar. assistant. Stars on the show. Michelle Gala are my yes. favorite part of the They're show. They're amazing. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> yes, he was several episodes ago, yes, wasn't yes. he? Uh-huh. LA also. But he was himself. Yeah, he was yeah. himself. That was and fun. Know which was they, also uh, funny because then immediately after, um, uh, Vince, Vince Vaughn plays not himself. He oh, plays classic. like a. He so plays like an fact. I love the world where like some celebrities are real, but yeah, some exactly. celebrities are just regular exactly. people. It's I was reading some SATC trivia the other day. Assess in the city. Assess in the city trivia, and um. You know, they didn't want Matthew McConaughey at first. They actually wanted Alec Baldwin. Fascinating. Oh, Alec. Different vibe. Very different vibe. Also like 20 years of age between them. Which makes me believe that that scene was entirely improv. Because it's, as the we m- said at the time, the most like acid trippy weird scene of all time. Yeah. It's like they were like, hit on Carrie, pretend to be big, and we'll just run with it. That's so wild. Anyway, anyway. Hi. Like if you were like a, a Miranda with a, a rising. A rising? Yeah. Like I, I know I have a Charlemagne. Mm-hmm. Fair. I would, I would put. But if I mean, if we're going like full astrological chart, like all, all of them end up in there at some right. point. Yeah. Right. Um, Charlotte for her like traditional things. Like I was always very mm-hmm. big on like having the family, having mm-hmm. the kids. Like, I think you are. I, her husband's my favorite husband, hands down. But like, I think that I you assume are, you mean not Trey. No. Oh, okay. I think that yeah, you no, are. Not Trey. I think you are a Miranda with a Charlotte rising, and I think you have Samantha Moon. I think I have a little Samantha. I'm discovering <laughs> my Samantha. It's very Fuck interesting. Yeah. Fuck yeah. She's, um, she, she has, there's a lot By to Brooke's learn. By Brooke's face, I can tell this is a, <laughs> quite an exciting <laughs> venture. It, I need to like pursue it a little bit it's more. It's like once she's out though, you can't stop her. It's and true. I, I feel that. But because it's the kind hiding. of thing where like, it's like any sort of behavior pattern where like once you do it and it's easy, it's easy to like perpetuate it. But it's also really hard sometimes to be like, I'm going to be a fucking Samantha. Yeah, it is hard. That's it's like Lily. Mm. I know you've lived in New York for your entire life, except for that brief period where you lived in L.A. Plus Boston. Plus Boston when you were in college. Um, but at, at any point in your where life. Where did you go? Emerson. Oh, cool. Specifically, it doesn't have to be in New York, maybe. But at some point in your life, maybe. Have you ever like had an experience where you were like, "Oh my god, this is so Sex in the City"? Huh. Mm. It could be as simple as brunch, <laughs> or as complicated as big, because you know. I had someone play a saxophone for me on Fifth <laughs> Avenue while I strutted in Manolo Blahniks. <laughs> That's incredible. I got splashed by a bus with my face <gasps> oh on. Oh my it. god! Wait, I have to show you this um, photo I saw today. Uh, keep talking but that I, just made me think of this i'm trying to think honestly like my i feel like the moments i'm thinking of didn't happen in new york That's like okay. i got splashed by a bus in boston and i was like this is a sex in the city moment Love or yep. um what was the other one that just came to mind oh well mm, they made me want to spend money i didn't have so i oh, would create those moments by like going to my version of like sacks and bundles and 
go to Bloomingdale's and just sort of take over the dress floor and make people wait on me hand and foot and then walk oh, out of there fun. buying like one thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. one little accessory or not or actually spending money I don't have. I had a bad. I love spending money I don't have. Yeah, I did yeah. that. Y'all, I bought a crystal. Like, oh. with a lot of money I don't have. But you know what? It's going to adjust your aura and your living space, and you're going to feel good. I appreciate that. I would like to draw your attention to the stack of board games <laughs> in the corner. Yep. That's a really great purchase, though. Brooke that and will I last both you a come, It's true. Brooke and I both come from strong board game households, and it's really, it's a good time. I would love to take part in whenever you guys have a strong board game day. I've been, I've been like, seeking out... Um, recommendations for board games guess what we have <laughs> wine at the door <laughs> this has turned into a podcast of wine and board games and yes. that's all i care about so i hope you're all on board doodly do new york is an amazing place where you can get anything you want delivered to all your the door time. all the time i ruined so many lives when i got to boston and met like all these midwestern people i was like you guys don't know what delivery is oh no oh no is you were like right. it's here oh. you just aren't using i it. have friends who are like i'm poor because of you and i'm like it's not because of do me you know what's really bad that i've started doing is I started ordering my lunch to the office mm-hmm. where I'm favorite. like, I'm ordering stuff that's five blocks away that it would be cheaper if I walked out and got it. And also I won't like leave my desk if I don't, cause we don't have a place to eat. So mm. I'm like, I literally should be walking five blocks to get food. And yet it's and so yet. easy to have food delivered for an extra like $7. Also, where do you work in, in regards to where do you live? Like far. So my favorite thing to do is take advantage of the area that I don't oh, right, live in right. and being like, oh, what are my options what can in I this get? area? Yes, totally. And just running train on that. I know. And I'm getting better too where I'm not just like, I'm lazy and I want to eat this one thing so I'll order it. Where I'm like, I'm going to look at the cool stuff and yeah. like get something fun. See what's around. See what's like not an option to you most days or... Last like- time I found an, a restaurant, I didn't order from it, but it's my it's next. I found a re- restaurant called um, Bolivian Llama Party. Yes. Oh my God. They I show up on my Try Caviar all the time. So I tweeted about it and someone was like, wait, actually eat there because it's so good. They so next time you see it. I don't think so. They I don't. Think it's they just have like, like a whole silly tagline. They're like, no, we don't eat llama. <laughs> We're just called Bolivian llama party. Brooke, you wanted us to do some meaningful questions and we didn't. We're talking about ordering food on Seamless. I'm sorry. I should be a Seamless ambassador. I just want to say that. Fair. Manifest it. I should Fair. be if, the if there if oh there were God, two yeah. things that I feel like I could really represent well and be a strong brand leader for, mm-hmm. it is LaCroix and Seamless. For sure. Makes sense. I feel that. I have a 20 pack coming my way. Shall we jive, jive in? Let's jive right jive in. in. Let's just jive in. Let's, I don't know. Let's, let's boogie in. Let's, let's, let's born to hand jive baby. Yes. In. That's I'm a, a believer. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> if Lily doesn't listen to the podcast, but she's on it now. <laughs> For the record, it's not anything. But like, what I was going to say uh, is last episode, we made a bit about Shrek. I'm, I'm gathering uh, that much. Slowly. <laughs> Mr. Policeman, I gave you all the clues. <laughs> Dude, my friends and I used to read those as like a child's letter. What is like, this? Dear Mr. Policeman, <laughs> the I Jason gave you all the clues. clues. All you had to do was save her. The <laughs> Jason Mraz font. Fuck yeah. you, Mr. Policeman. Oh, Mr. Policeman. The snowman. The worst movie Snowman. of all time. Still Did you see, see it? No, I'm dying. Oh, I have oh, to God. activate HBO Go. I'm so sorry, everybody. Oh, that's okay. Well, it's because I'm logged into my own Apple TV. So it took me like... What? You logged me out? Like a I can year. Only, because I rented a movie. Um, I was here, right? Yeah. I rent- Center Stage. We watched Center Stage. Solid. I've good. been craving it. I've literally been talking and about it. And I've never seen it. Smart. And it was perfect. And I was having a little panic attack on this couch. And it was perfect. It, it's a fabulous movie. I yeah. literally just Googled the code. And it took me to... 
the Santa Fe lyrics. The Tennessean from Nashville oh. to Tennessee on December thirty first, nineteen fifty two. I wonder what happened. Fascinating. Um, <laughs> I 17. didn't meet Lily until oh much more recently. Is this an obituary? Yeah. Lily. We must have met for the first. Actually, I think we met really briefly before Brooke had a holiday party in her old apartment. Yes. And I think we met like in the hallway kind of thing where it was yes. like, I know your name, you know mine. But for a really long time, I knew Lily as the person who gave Brooke access to every TV show and movie that existed <laughs> under the planet. You just have like the most amazing collection. My Apple TV collection has been, I mean, I know Apple TVs haven't been around this long, but iTunes has. And right, I have right. been acquiring this collection since ninth grade. It's like school. unbelievable. It's like better than most streaming databases. But I really appreciate that. But if yeah. I'm yeah. ever. So for a long time, you just provided content for me, even though we never met. That was why I wanted to share it because there's all, it's purely selfish. I watch it's all amazing. this television, good, bad, and the in between. Yep, same. And I want to talk about it. So if you don't want to spend money on all the seasons of then you watch it and talk to you it's genius the thing it got me really turned on to last year that i haven't watched since but was obsessed with is are you the one (gasps) oh my god you're welcome like honestly honestly, it's genius and i i am not like a huge reality tv show person i watch a lot of trash tv that isn't reality tv same me too i actually don't love reality tv i like reality competition if the stakes are correct and like i watch a lot of reality (laughs) cooking yes oh yeah like top chef all of that all of that i've been all i've been watching is top chef for like two months and top chef masters which i've never seen but it's it's amazing but are you the one is like fucking unbelievable it's it's just great set of circumstances and People Thank being you. absolute trash garbage. It's and so good. Um, so guys, it is episode 17 of season three. What goes around comes around. And watching it today, I realized this season only has 18 episodes. We are almost done with season three, yeah. which means we're not actually technically in terms of numbers of episodes, but like sort of halfway through the series. So like, guys, I need you to tell your friends about this podcast so I can be famous by season six. <laughs> <laughs> and if we're not, we're coming for every single one of you who's listened to this and has not made Brooke famous. I will kill you in your sleep. <laughs> we do not get violent on this podcast, except about a few things. This, and is, a con- warranted. this is a conflict free podcast, but it is not unless you're not doing everything you can for Brooke Wiseman (laughs) (laughs) that's me so it is um uh what goes around comes around which it's a lot about the cosmos Mm -hmm. which is very interesting because I don't know if you know but Mercury is certainly in retrograde it's gonna be in retrograde through my birthday and you know what sometimes I'm like but Mercury but retrograde. It's in Aries. It is. So you good. I am good, except am I good? Yeah, no, you good. <laughs> well, I the do you use CoStar that app? No, but now I will. It's really fun. <laughs> so okay, you don't I can't believe I didn't. Wait, this tell is you super cool. This. Brooke turned me onto it, but basically it gives you a full profile, and then you can connect with friends of yours and see how your charts interact. But also, it'll give you daily updates. Nice. And like this weekend, it was like. It was bad. It was so spot on. It was about like secrets coming out and like fighting and like it nail. It's the most. On, it's on point. point. So, yeah. Sex in the City. Charlotte is in the suburbs. Two months this into marriage. Yeah. Which I was also like, on the one hand, two months seems like not enough time for what's happened. And on the other hand, okay, two months they and also, they still haven't but, had sex. But they also got married in like six months. Yeah, they got married But that's so because fast. she's such a, you know. A Charlotte. Charlotte. She's such a Charlotte. <laughs> but this, these, this was the t- parts of Charlotte that I loved. I was like, yeah, no, I get why she rushed into this life. Like, Yeah. And you know what? This episode perfectly, I think, encapsulates Charlotte because she goes from waspy, very Charlotte experience to kind of asserting herself in the way that Charlotte does. Watching mm-hmm. Kristen Davis in this episode, I feel like I connected with her because like as a new brunette, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, I have to be here for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm really trying to find my brunette. You there know? Are You've the been ma- a brunette before. No, never like this. 
They're at the McDougal estate. So there's lots of music in this episode that's very haunting of the Scottish Highlands. Oh, for sure. And there's a sister-in-law. It's whites only, but don't be confused. It means they have to wear white clothes. Meaning pastels aren't allowed on the tennis court. And Trey is playing with, I think, his brother, brother. who they've been playing with forever. Yoinka, Yoinka, Yoinka Gardner. So, and Charlotte is, they're talking about tradition and bunnies. Like, your father would roll over in his grave if she played, you know, in pastels on the tennis court. So Charlotte's like, I'll go change into white. And she runs into the hottest gardener of all time. I mean, and he's oily. He's like yeah. a, he's like Taylor Lautner type. Do but we know? Better. I'm going to look him up because I want to yeah, know who call. this man is. He is his, very hot. But I he's also thinking, like, it's like Charlotte is having this like Tarzan fantasy, except it's like Scottish Highlands. But yeah, of this I man mean, like same, in it's the jungle. Been, this pu- So it's then they, she's like, what's going on? And Samantha, she's like, why they are they having this We flashed a brunch, the four of them. And Samantha fucking brilliant goes well you know the man can plow it's, it's just so that that is their star for you it that is, is genius killer and so charlotte is having her hair looks unbelievably good it's like cute and curled she and got i sex love hair. it and charlotte's having like a crisis because she's like he's so hot and i'm having these fantasies but i'm married yeah and i think it's it's an interesting moment of like i don't think well, it's interesting. I don't think attraction necessarily goes away just because you're attached to someone. Uh, definitely not. But definitely it is interesting not. because I actually realized that I think for me it kind of does. Interesting. Not for me. Hmm. When, not for me but either. the thing is now that I have noticed that, I'm like, and now and kind of am like conscious of it, I like I can overcome that, you know? But it's like I, I think... I didn't know this about myself before, but I think I have a brain that like when I'm attached to someone is kind of, it's got kind of like any of the like looking or interested, Your just sort it of. just kind of go went away. It wasn't like I tried to. Interesting. I know, but you guys don't feel that way at all. I, I actually know. can't, I can't, I like can't honestly speak to experience, but um, Fair. if I'm thinking about it now, I could probably, I probably, maybe, I think it depends on who the person was that I had the connection to. Right. And like objectively I'll be like, he's hot, you know, on the street or something, but I'm not, but there's no, like, it doesn't go any beyond that. There's Uh, no, like, I think it takes a certain circumstance Fair for me. Like, I think, um, no, I don't know. It's been a minute. I don't think it's like, like, I, I, I don't agree with Charlotte. Like I think, but also remember that Charlotte has not been having sex. Oh yeah, and she's is super sexually frustrated. I agree that she should be looking. Is what I mean. Like she's saying, so I think, I'm married. I can't be attracted to someone else. And I'm like, no, of course I think, you can. I think if they were having sex, she wouldn't be worried about it. Right. But I think it's like, no, her hormones are I in think overdrive. The, and so she's like, like what am I going to do? Man, like moving. Hello. I, I think that like, um, the like, oh, he's hot. When you're like that what you were just describing mm-hmm. like when you're not being satisfied in any way and in fact the opposite is going to become what it need like is going to transform into this that's what happened for mm, me fair it's like i was like okay i'm in this relationship that i i can feel being stale it's long distance right i'm being touched by other men in a non-sexual way and reacting to it in a way that is new right and that was me right so my point is that like I don't fundamentally agree with Charlotte on the principle of like she's married she shouldn't be having these thoughts because she definitely should for a lot of reasons but I also think it is interesting because I think some people do kind of work that way we're like try or no when you're with someone you're like I'm with this person I also think given her set of circumstances like she's having a very human scientific like body response to this and her pussy got wet same Uh, uh, yeah uh, hello uh, uh, I mean look look at at him him. seriously (laughs) and if you're not getting any three wet pussies (laughs) oh god 
fan name. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So So we got a surprise. I've been waiting only because, not for this, but because like we haven't talked about our scene big in episodes. You uh, know, she went away to LA. And here's the thing. I think this is brilliant. Yeah. Because it does what you don't expect. Carrie does not see big, but she she does see. Natasha. Who walks into a restaurant, with makes like eye contact. Naomi Campbell. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> makes eye contact with Carrie and then leaves. Whispers to her friend. The friend glowers at them and then they leave. So it's clear. I mean, she pointedly is not going to be in a restaurant with Carrie is. Where Carrie is. And, you know, her friends are being good. And, and, and Samantha's like, who does she think she is? And Carrie feels like, honestly, rightfully so. Rightfully so. Judged. I mean, like she, she was the, did like, the thing. She did the thing. But also, Samantha says, who does she think she is? And Carrie says, Big's wife. Yeah. And like, I think there's something to be said. You know, it's not like she's being like, oh, fuck her, you know, for acting that way. Because Carrie knows she fucked up. And then she's the most known that always. ridiculous thing happens. Carrie's like, I got lost. And so I turned out an alley and that was weird. And so I asked a stranger for directions it's and also he mugged me. Barely an alley. There are like people walking a by. A man in a fucking this bowling is, yeah. shirt pulls a little gun and is like. This is not an alley. And no, it's not also, an alley. Also, this guy doesn't live in the city. He lives no. in Staten Island. Okay, so here's my thing about this guy. He is like a little bit. I don't actually think he's gay, clearly. But this scene, he he tries to take her Manolo Blahniks off of her. And, and like, he does. Give me your Blahniks. And the th- all I could think of. Also, he asked for her ring and her watch. And that bitch is just straight up not wearing a watch. Yeah, it's a that, lot. Yeah, but they and they maintain that later that she also had her watch stolen from her, which is really funny. That's but bizarre. He makes her take off her sandals and give them to her, and she's like, "They're my favorite shoes." But here's the thing: all I could think about during the scene and the way it unfolded and the way he looks, which is total stereotyping, was that scene in Legally Blonde where he's like, "Don't, don't tap your, stomp your little yeah, lassies yes, exactly. and Prada shoes on me." Honey. That's what I was I like. Watched that yesterday. I was like, Carrie, how does this guy know exactly what Manolo Blahniks you're wearing? Come on, interrogate the situation. Honestly. <laughs> and then she runs down the street and is like, "I was mugged." She walks into a ha- man ha- nail salon. There we go. Hair With weird like vase. And flower. Yeah, lots going on in this. It's they, a very this is strange. a creepy converted. And it's like, very like this is New York where like no one's gonna give a fuck if you got robbed. Right. Correct. She walks in and everyone's like, and, <laughs> and so they so give her some paper slippers and a very very hot detective shows up to detective take her statement. Stevens. It's a very oh. lot of a lot of hot men in this episode. Hot like other dudes. He's and he's genuinely I would say like levels hotter than most of the Sex in the City one off like men who appear for an episode he's so another cute. fun fact cynthia nixon is actually a natural blonde gubernatorial i can't believe it's actually gubernatorial i know I you know. laughed when i said I that but that it's the best for emmy grammy oscar and gubernatorial <laughs> that's candidate. right she's gonna fucking egot everyone <laughs> she's she gonna is for gubernatorial <laughs> she already has a grammy she needs an oscar i know she'll get it you'll get it ma'am um, so she's a natural blonde. She shows so up in the vein of best friends. That's why her hair is always oh, right. different colors of red. Because, because they have different. to dye it all the time. Sorry, continue. Well, well, it is interesting because you're all like, why are they? Why does her hair look different every two episodes? It's literally different in the first scene and the third scene. So very hot cop is super into Miranda because Carrie's like, this is my best friend and lawyer. And he's like... Oh, you, he makes a couple of jokes about Miranda rights. And she's like, oh, that's funny. Uh, it's good. it's yeah. clever back and forth. And he's clearly smitten with her. And she's clearly smitten with him. Because how could you not be? He's so cute. And she like hands, Miranda like hands, <laughs> hands Carrie, Carrie a bag, a bag of, of shoes. shoes. And Carrie looks at him and goes, I can't wear these. It's so good. It's I in mean, the background of their hooves. conversation. She handed her hooves. She Those did. Are- and she gives them, the funny thing is she gives them back to Miranda. But then she, of course, ends up putting them on. <laughs> 
I mean. Um, and so Miranda and hot officer Stevens exchange cards. And Carrie's like, I get mugged and you get him. So this episode is all about karma. Yeah. And about what we get, what we give, what comes back to us. Karma. And I, it's, it's interesting. And like, <laughs> I think we'll get into it as the conversation happens, but it is, it, it's interesting because it's like, you know, karma in a TV show where it's very like neat and. Mm-hmm. paralleled but it's an interesting i think conversation to get into yeah, we can talk about karma till the day is done oh please so samantha keeps getting voicemails that are like sam sam jones uh i'll be at your party tomorrow at 10 oh. i'm gonna bring party favors oh, right. and sam? samantha's like who has my number what's happening so sam answers the phone and the sam jones who's having a big blowout party tomorrow night? she does the most <laughs> samantha thing where she goes Exactly. Who is Sam Jones? She leans over and goes, and where is this fabulous party? It's it's always a slow roll. That exactly. Who is Sam Jones? <laughs> it's like, and yeah. She's okay, so where I couldn't tell you party. the undergarment that Miranda's wearing right now. I don't want to talk about it. Honestly. Also, so this weird. is the craziest thing about the, all this the outfits outfit. in this episode is that Carrie is wearing like these multicolored overalls. Cool, cool, cool. With a like like a lacy see-through button down. However, the it shirt. seems that. What's happening? Wait, wait, wait. If you look at the back of it the shirt is is like the overalls are under the shirt in the oh, back weird but not in the front just done this. I need a twirl. basically miranda has called samantha and sorry has called um carrie because she's been in her room for 20 minutes she's like there's a hot the hottest man i've ever met is in my living room and i can't decide what to wear the problem is it's been 20 minutes so no matter what i look crazy okay wait mm, she's so. about to turn around okay so you see it's like a normal shirt under overalls right not normal shirt but yes under overalls I have a feeling it's not overalls and it's like a halter, like an apron. Uh-uh. Because you can see it under it. And over the course of this conversation, Miranda's in her bra she's and like skirt. Put, and she's like taking in <laughs> chicken cutlets. Oh, putting in and yeah. taking out like boob um, enhancements. And she sticks her head out the door to say in her bra to the guy, like, just a minute. And I was like, that's such a me The amount of thing times to I've do. done that okay. to like a Postmate. What? How does this work? It is. It's. She put the shirt on under and then buttoned it. Wait, she put wait, the shirt wait. on over. Wait, wait, wait. And then buttoned it underneath the front. Hold the phone. Okay. So it's the overalls, right? Yes. It looks like and it. And it's under the shirt in the back. All right. Here's what this is. This is an all-in-one. She did not place this shirt with this overall. This is how this is made. That makes it way worse wait it's how uh, because the way so the way this is so those aren't tucked in that's like that's like sewn there that's sewn in there so that the shirt looks like it's outside the overalls in the back and then the front it It looks like like it's almost like a bib but then why is there something in the why is it continuing because that's the idea it's to do exactly what it's doing right now which is to make us think that she styled herself this way Whereas it's just a one-off, but it's—I think that makes sense because you're right. Piece. The seam, the way that it's—it's it's very weird. And she has, and the cuffs if, are hanging open. It's just super hasn't strange. Hasn't somebody dedicated their life to like fi- figuring out every, every outfit she wears? Outfit, probably. Because we can probably find this one and see who makes this contraption. It's so weird. Well, you and I have to find a dress and a and a onesie from last week. So I hope someone has tracked down every episode. So basically, Carrie is being good friend and talking Miranda down and like. Just go out there and have fun with him. You know, put on what you're going to put Sorry, on. Sorry, I spent a lot of time taking notes about this outfit. <laughs> I'm glad you did because it is confusing and I did not realize how um, concerning the outfit was. So the the this big discussion is relationship karma. Mm-hmm. And if the thing you, is, it expand, she does expand it If you treat someone badly in a relationship, does mm-hmm. it ensure that you will get treated badly in the next? And that's what I mean where I'm like, I think it's an interesting conversation in the broader sense. Uh-huh. I think in the sex in the city writing trope of like, you do this in one relationship, surely it comes back in the next is maybe not the way I feel or perceive it in the real world. No. 
But I do think, I do believe that there's something to this, that there's something to like the energy that you put out into the world returns to you in similar oh, ways. Mm-hmm. Although, you know, to the counterpoint, there are piece of shit people who get away with being a piece of shit for their whole lives. Yes yeah. and no. I, but <gasps> Samantha's dress, I want it. Yeah, also, dress. Carrie's dress, I'm like, you are the only person who could ever pull off a dress that works that's like, like that. That's like half her wardrobe. Yeah. The butterfly's back. The butterfly's back it and is it's moved ugly. from her neck to her waist. But she's wearing like a... It's like flowy and and strapless at the top, and I'm then like curious very about, tight like, around the, the waist. flower. We know we've done some research. The flower represents like open to love, blossoming love. This what butterfly, the butterfly is. yeah. Could it be like is it is metamorphosis? It like, maybe kind of thing. Wait, I, I'm curious what you guys think about relationship karma specifically, though, because there's a lot of like karma in general in this episode. Mm-hmm. She yeah. expands it, but in terms of this, like, if you treat someone poorly, are you going to be, you know, eventually treated poorly? I See, think you go first. No, please. Um, I, I think it's, it's never as black and white as like, never. I'm going to, I'm going to do this and I'm going to get it back to me. It's probably something more like, you know, out, even outside of relationships, like if you do something shitty, especially when you know it's shitty and you know full well going into it, like there's going to be a moment in time where something that you really want doesn't yep. go your way. Yeah. Um, and, and whether or not they're co- correlated, you're yeah, going to think of, you're going to think it because yeah. you know, I, um, there is like a. Right. I do believe in karma in that sense. Like, I believe in relationship karma. And I'm thinking of a very specific circumstance where I was like, that's not a way that you talk to someone about something that you had. Right. And this is going to come to bite you in the ass. Yeah. And lo and behold. Yours was like the, the best version of relationship karma, which was. I, well, got, I was on the I was on the upside. Right. But I was like. You're on the like this person did the you can good like version of. Get away with all of this bad behavior for so long and just be like. That like it's so, that something isn't going to come to like knock you off your pedestal. Yeah, my uh, my dad honey. always thinks he always says that like create like people people end up finding crazy. Like if mm. you're crazy and you're treating people poorly and like you, good things are happening to you, like it will come out. Right, and someone right. will put right. a stop to it. It just might. Take I have a faith really in that too. Time. Yeah, I do think there's something to be said. Maybe in terms of like as explicitly as. Carrie setting it up is like you do this now you're gonna get fucked I do think for example in situations like often if you are say the other person in a relationship and end up you know that the person you're cheating with leaves their partner for you I think there's a lot of like I mean there's the like once a cheater always a cheater thing but I think there's like countless instances where people are like yeah you got what you deserved because you did that thing and you knew that person was that person and then Oh, they did it to you. <laughs> so yeah, there are some instances priest. where you're like someone is obviously this person. It's and, a big and reason you. why I didn't like continue to pursue on anything tangible with a person in my past. Because you get to a point where you're like, this isn't going to feel good in the future. I'm crossing no. lines for me, and I want Not good to mention, things. And- like, no one should ever be. A, no one should ever take on the roles as the like. I'm going to be the one that fixes them. Mm-hmm. I love. I, that's, I was going to say that's classic. No, Brooke. Well, so every, of course, everybody loves to be like someone would love to Princess, be. This that is story. how the whole Shrek thing came up. It's because I have Princess Fiona syndrome. Well, yeah. I mean, it would be great to be able to like be a positive change for somebody you care about in, in that sense, and hopefully, and also if you could mold that person into being exactly, exactly what, you, what you, you want them to. But yeah, that's, exactly. I mean, that's Fallacy. unnatural. That's unhuman. Fallacy, yeah. Unhuman. Can Whoops. I? Add, sorry. Yes. Just to get back to this uh, TV show. Now that we're not talking about it. <laughs> I just would like to add this dress that Samantha's wearing to my list. It's like okay. a high-necked black dress that like has a little slitty. Something that is really sorry. interesting. No, it's okay. Watching fashion in this show, though, it is really interesting because there are every episode, there's an outfit where I'm like, 
I like I I would wear that. I know someone who is wearing that. Like that is fashion now, oh, where you can sure. see exactly how these things have circled back. Like that neckline and hem. I'm so sorry, but did you guys know? And I'm really upset about it. That tube tops are back. Yes, tube tops are the worst. They're horrifying. I love I've, crop tops. You're wearing a cute ass crop top sweater. Tube tops are a nightmare. Horrifying. And while I was in LA this past week, I saw six of them in one day. <laughs> And then the next day I saw another like eight. Were they all on like really tiny 17 year old girls though? Yes and no. They were oh, all over the place. It no, ranged the that, spectrum. See, that's the problem. Especially when that you means have boobs. It's beyond, that means it's oh, beyond just the Someone like, just decided I'm they could come back. Schooler. And not only that, but crimping your hair is back. No, and I saw uh, like a two in one. No. Like uh, somebody walked into the dry bar requesting crimping. No. Wearing uh, a tube top. Requesting. And I, <gasps> requesting. So that requesting. Dear Mr. <laughs> Policeman. So. Dear Mr. Dwybaugh, can you please quit my hair? Can you please quit my hair? It'll look so good with my tube top. <laughs> they have this limited edition crimper at Dry Bar. I want to look like I was in Clueless. <laughs> Clueless. Yeah. It's Jesus. It's, it's horrifying. And Imagine so going to pay like sixty-five dollars total to have your hair crimped. Horrifying. Forty. This is the second tube top tip. Tubish. Fifty-five. Thank you. Right in the middle of us. I'll uh, take it. Charlotte was wearing a tube top. At the tennis match, and it she it, was. it uh, triggered me. And this is more of like a strapless dress, which I also could never wear because of boobs. This is, but, but that's what I mean. Where I'm like, literally, no one but Carrie could wear this dress because I'm sure. like, I get it. I have a tiny body, but I couldn't pull that dress off. It would she's, fall and sag and look crazy. Like her body thank is. Thank God insane. she has that butterfly belt. <laughs> they dress her like I mean. She's wearing pigtails. It's they horrible. dress her like she's a like in, in middle school sometimes, but I never. Like she's always. It's, it's like it's like um, high end fashion crosses with limited too. Yes. Carrie it's looks. Bizarre. She looks like she's ready for Sadie Hawkins. So. <laughs> they're going to this party that the college. other Sam Jones. Oh is, no. That the other Sam Jones is throwing, and they're like. <laughs> Samantha's like Washington Square that's a money address like I don't know what this party will be but it'll be great they and show up at the address out, it's a dorm at NYU and not only that but they go to the party I'm like security would not have let you in why wrote, the hell would you go I was like I wouldn't even go into dorms my senior year of college no uh, like why security wouldn't let you in you can't have parties like this in dorms actually like there's no way um but they go up and Samantha's like, well, I have to find the other Sam Jones because this is my karma. But like first, cosmically. She tells him. <gasps> oh, yeah. She, she tells, tells her. Carrie Kay- and Samantha Samantha's like, I street. have to tell you something. And she's like. She's basically like, listen, if I have a piece of information about Big and Natasha, and I will tell you if you want to know, but I haven't told you because, you know, I didn't know if you wanted to know. Which like, I was also like, I don't. That's a hard line to walk with a friend sometime. Yeah. So basically we find out that. She's like, they're Natasha's leaving big and she's back to work at Ralph Lauren, which is like, why would you have to leave your job at Ralph Lauren to marry? Yeah. Big? It's a, it's a you little know, bit of outdated. Like, yeah, yeah you she, that she was going to do what, sh- what everyone expected Charlotte to do that. She was like, no, I'm not going to do this. Right. Which was give up your career when you marry into a, and Carrie's family. like, and it took you 17 blocks to tell me. And Samantha was like, well, I, I mean, I don't know. I didn't want to make you feel bad or think about it. And or Carrie starts feeling racked with guilt. Cause Carrie, well, it's funny cause Carrie's first instinct is, I destroyed their marriage. Of course. Well, which then, is so selfish, honestly. I know. It's like, it's Babe, just like. it's not you. It was something else. Assume. For, for what she did to like. Well. Listen, yeah. She didn't do a great involved. thing. She didn't do a great thing. But the fact is something else has to be going on for that to make an entire relationship deteriorate. Yeah. No, and to, I think Carrie ruined their marriage. Mm, I, think if, I think if Big was that person who was weak enough to do that, the marriage was never going. You know, That's like what he, I'm saying. Yeah. There's, there's, I, I, there's a, a, friend I mean, of, like, a friend of mine broke up with um, 
they they were together for seven years. They were totally going to get married. Damn. And they broke up. And a friend of mine had hooked up with one of them because they had like a bit of an open relationship knowing that they would get married. And when they broke up, she was like, oh, it's all my fault. Oh, every, I totally ruined all of this. But the fact like, was... bitch, no. No, bitch, no. They had problems going on. And right. maybe that was a catalyst to discuss the change, which... Yeah, and I'm not I'm not pro affair, you guys. Let me just be clear <laughs> I about it, I this. Got it. But it's it's I th- I think it's very indicative of her character to like immediately think that she is the sole reason that any of that would have happened. See, that's the thing I don't resonate with with Carrie. Good, right, <laughs> right. You know, and I see no, and I see that Carrie behavior, and I'm like, I can't be this. No, no, because it's it's that's the thing where it's like it's it's not. You're not being a good person by taking that guilt on. Being a good no. person would have been not doing it. What you're doing is still assuming major importance in Big's life. Exactly. Yeah. You're making yourself Which just like... The way he conducted himself clearly is fairly true, but... So they go into this dorm. I just can't believe they go into this party, but Samantha's like, it's it's a cosmic thing. Like, there are two Sam Joneses, and I just have to meet this other guy. And of course, he's like the weeniest... Oh my God. Southern accent. <laughs> he's from to Texas. To go to college at this time. Do you see these outfits? I, no. The puka this. shell necklaces for days. And Samantha goes and finds Sam Jones and is basically like, we have the same name, and all of your friends are calling me, and it's a huge issue. Oh yeah, it's and, a little derp. But then afterwards, on the street... But first, to- he says... He's like, I wouldn't be a... Um, it wait, appears what? you're getting my fucking calls. And he goes, well, well if, you're if you're getting, getting all my fucking calls, calls, I guess that explains why I'm a virgin. Right, And so right, Samantha right. decides... Samantha DeCary is like, I think I have to fuck him and give him the time of his life for his first time. <laughs> but, but, so Miranda and Detective Stevens share this really weird kiss. Very weird, but also like passionate. Panting. They're panting very loudly I after this one kiss. and it's They often have weird kisses on this show. So, I think the idea is it's just like... This is very passionate, everyone. They're feeling it. My friend Maris was like, have you noticed that Miranda's really bad at kissing? And <laughs> I, I don't was know like, if they just try and make her be bad or like, if that's true. That's, okay. Dare I, you talk about the Phoenix in that way? That I, I didn't like, want to say it, but like, you were like, they're panting. I'm like, I feel like Miranda always has very bizarre Super weird so on Maris, sex on you're right. the show. Weird kisses. Weird kisses. And so then Carrie falls down the stairs, like two stairs, and it's like, Natasha fell down the stairs. And no, I'm falling down, down the, the stairs. stairs. And like, yes, again. I'm dramatic too. I get why I'm a Carrie. I know, but your world is bigger than hers. And like, she bonks she's her just knee. She's got this yes, tiny, Because I will world. say, of all the people in my life, Lily probably receives the most Carrie <laughs> version of me of anyone. I believe that. I believe I, that. I would, I would say that that's probably Especially true. Especially in the past like month. Yeah. Well, also, we've been in close quarters together. Like, that's we've, very we've true. We've become. Also, traveling with someone. I mean, that's just like different level of like. You learn a lot. That's and true. And it was good. I mean, And like, we're different. Once you've had to negotiate <laughs> your, your travel poops with each other. I mean. Oh, oh no, we're poops, fine. That's yeah. been. That's long time. Seven that's, years yeah, ago. Yeah, that's. Good, good. We, we good with that. It's more like travel snores. Oh, that's big, too. Mm-hmm. But we even still, by the end of it, we were like, like your snoring is a sweet lullaby. <laughs> oh, charming. No one else's is, though. That's love and friendship. Just you. Just you. So Charlotte has an erotic sex dream. Oh, crazy. There That's are, the weirdest. There are bagpipes for days. And also, I was, I, was like, I was literally like, I could Irish dance to Charlotte's sex dream right now. I was like, is she masturbating the way that she's like writhing in bed? The, the idea is that, is that she's that asleep, the... but is she's she like asleep? full body writhing. Yeah. Yes, because... Yeah, is so that, but is that what we look like when we're having sex dreams? What? How would any of us know? Why is That's he true, naked and she's not? I is know. She, so she has a f- yes. She's definitely asleep because Trey goes. So she's in bed next to Trey, having a full-on sex dream. We I get was to watching see this at work it. today. This is also funny. This is another moment where you're like, 
Ah, fake sex where you're thrusting and there's clearly no penis well, going Well, why anywhere. would they pan? Why would they Down pan to, to that his. exact section? That was full like Her soft porn like, moment. Yeah, like, like peen and bidet, but there's nothing where there. It's just like weird bodies. <laughs> yes. Her head is literally banging against the headboard and Trey's like, Charlotte. T- Trey goes, this Charlotte, you're having a nightmare. And then he goes, oh, he feels her sweat and he goes, you're all wet. Like he has Which no like, idea, he, of course. She is wet. And it blows on her. It's very funny. And she and he's trying to be like loving and she's like, oh my God, I just. My knee's still hurting from the karmic trip down the stairs. I decided to take matters into my own Which, hands. Like, Carrie, this is not a solution. No. This is you. Well, so Carrie herself wants so that her guilt can to be call absolved. Natasha. And it's like any time that down the line someone you hurt or whatever and you really want to like reach out to them and they absolve guilt, chances are they've moved on with their lives from you fucking it up and you only want to do it for your sake. 100%. This is purely so that she can go to sleep at night and, and be her like, assistant, yeah. we're okay. So... Natasha's assistant is like, who's calling? And she says, Carrie Bradshaw, what is this about? It's personal. And she gets back to her and she's like, uh, she's in a meeting. And Carrie's like, oh, no worries. I'll hold. And, and the she's like, like, not to be rude, but you'll have you're to hold, gonna hold forever. forever. And instead of getting the picture and hanging up, Carrie's like, okay, I guess I'll hold forever. I'm like, pick your damn battles, So Charlotte girlfriend. goes over to the, to the gardener and when she's like, where'd you learn how to do that? <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> he's we're gardeners. Well, okay, here's something I didn't understand. Also, what is he doing? Yeah, that's a bushing roses for three days with a huge shovel. Why yeah. do you need a giant shovel for these little roses? She's like those roses. Okay, are here's so my question. Beautiful. So, the McDougals. We talk in the beginning in Bunny about all this history and the name, and and they're clearly Scottish, and there were all the kilts involved. But the gardener is not related to them. No. But in every and he's like a third generation gardener. He's also not like a person of color. You know, they're not differentiating. So why? Do they play Scottish music behind him? Huh. I think it's just the McDougal Manor. Okay. So it's but just you like. Think it's, you think like the manor is playing Scottish music or like. Or the, just like the sense of. The people yeah. who are scoring this were like, yeah. let's keep it alive. Let's it's keep like it Scottish. Spirit, okay. Of the, okay. spirit okay. of the manor. I was just confused because I was like, he's not a McDougal. No. So he hands her a he's rose. certainly not Scottish. And she flirts with him and then they just start making out. Just oh, out same. of nowhere. Which I'm like. And it's one thing for Charlotte to do, but he initiates the kiss. And for a gardener on a farm, on a on a household for very wealthy people, who of course he would know who she was. It just seems really brazen. And Trey's brother's wife sees them, and she does this amazing. It's a very short scene, and she just turns to the camera and is like, "Okay," <laughs> smiles. Cut to Samantha Jones and Sam Jones arriving at her door with a rose. rose, apologizing, and like basically like. He's like, I've been waiting for a woman like you my whole life. Oh, my God. They have just like the most riotous. I mean, he is having the time of his life. Like, of course he is. And she keeps like grabbing his face and being like, slow down. Slow down. (laughs) It's just like. And of course, afterwards, laying in bed, what does he say? I think I'm falling in love with you. Oh, man. Virgins. Does that happen? Virgins, That did not happen to me when I lost my virginity. No, but I think. I mean, I lost my virginity to someone who I was like emotionally involved with, but I still wasn't like. I didn't. And I still I literally was like, ah, okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It is interesting. I wonder if it would be the same thing if gender roles were reversed. Mm. I think it would take on the implication of like she's needy and emotional, whereas the implication here is that this guy's just had his mind blown and he's like, I well, have to I get that, that sex from. Needy and emotional. Well, but okay, also fair. like Lucky, like we don't know what year of college he's in. He lives in a dorm, so I'm gonna go ahead and say freshman or sophomore. Yeah. This lucky freshman sophomore just had his, Samantha Jones. Yeah, his first time is with like sex goddess Sam Jones. Are you kidding me? <laughs> of course he's gonna be like. His, his wiener's in love with her, period. Yeah. It's also funny because, of course, the conversation they have with each other is he's like, Sam? She's like, yes, yes Sam. Sam. <laughs> it's so funny. 
I like the writing on this show. Sometimes. I do too. Oh, it's great. This is you know he writes younger. I know. That's it's the same like feel good. Mm-hmm. Get you in your little. This is bones. an incredible scene. Wasps are amazing. So wasps unbelievable. Are sitting around and everyone says no to the food and he walks past Charlotte. The wasps are all around and they're like, "How was your day? How was your day?" And the char- Trey's brother's wife is like, I had the most interesting day. I was taking a really long walk and I saw Charlotte kissing the gardener. And I was like, and without missing a beat, Bunny says, oh, darling, now you're really a McDougal. And you can see that Trey's upset. Guys, I mean, but and they the best thing. First the of all, sister-in-law, what the fuck? Well, really important. They say, join the McDougals for happy hour, which started at five and ended to the last man standing. Uh-huh. So the McDougals are drinkers. And well, at the wait, very end of the scene. are drinkers. Yeah. You guys know that, right? They That's how you get eat. through. They just yeah. drink and keep secrets and don't. That's <laughs> yes. all wasps are. And kiss the gardener. Yes. That's why this makes sense. So Bunny then goes to smoke her cigarette, but puts it in the wrong way. It's so funny. She does. <laughs> she's drunk. She's drunk 24. People who have that much money and nothing to do. Are just drunk 24-7. Drunk 24-7. And, and again, keeping secrets. Like, they are all but just. But they are like, keeping secrets. Well, it is They're interesting because the secret's out and the they se- don't care. But they don't care. I know. So um, then we go to Samantha who gets the series of funniest voice messages. 35 from Sam, Sam Jones, Jones, who's, who's like, like I'm in love with down. you. I have to see you tonight. Like, I have to see you tonight. I don't think I can live without you. Okay, okay Sam. It just like escalates and escalates and escalates. Sam, are, are you, you there, there, babe? <laughs> wow, I that was to see you tonight. It's like really important. <laughs> Perfect. You said, um, it's so funny. Sam. Sam. Okay, okay, Sam. Sam. It's, it's Sam. Sam. <laughs> genius okay this is really across sad. town it is okay so halfway through this episode i was like what's gonna be wrong with this cop because he seems way too good to be true he's so into miranda so miranda basically they go to dinner and she has the realization that she's with someone so hot that every other woman in the restaurant is looking at him and miranda is drinking a double vodka martini same though insane okay have you met me after <laughs> two mar- regular martinis she ends up having six double vodka martinis she's had so much basically she starts feeling really insecure aware that he is so attractive that everyone in the restaurant is this has to be a joke like why is he here with me okay but listen i love women i'm all about supporting other women but the shots they're giving me of the women staring at this man that is does not happen who first of all the the first two look like they just got out of bed like one of them's eye makeup is coming down their face (laughs) The other one looks half asleep. Maybe it's supposed to be like Miranda's imagination, but it doesn't seem that way. (laughs) I mean, if anything, they should be all like unbelievably hot and it's flipping her out. And so Miranda does a really sad thing, which is she gets trashed to deal with her insecurity. (laughs) Been there, baby. So many times. And then she's really too drunk to hook up with him. And And he's like, you're drunk. He keeps trying to like. This dress is awesome. Calm her. And yeah, it's cool. A lot of moving parts and like beautiful drapey folds. And yeah. She's so drunk and so into him, but it's like she's she's like not fun sloppy. And she's like, you're the most beautiful man I've ever been with, which I also think is a pretty good way to turn someone off to like totally. put them on a pedestal. That doesn't I'm work Nana out. Suvari, but I'm great in bed. And he's like, Who? oh, right. It's an American uh, American beauty reference. Oh, wow. That just sure. Of course. Yeah. yeah. When Trey didn't come to bed that night, Charlie went looking for him. He's like sweaty and abby and like shooting. He's Trey was hot, you he's, guys. Trey's hot, but he's literally serving. He's on the tennis court in his know, fucking he doesn't boxers. Do it for me. His his body, his body, Kyle McLaughlin's body, but his face it. doesn't. Yeah, but he's in his fucking boxers and tennis shoes. Just like, sh- just like appropriately called tennis shoes yeah, for, the for first this time. one. I mean, yeah. those boxers are rather kiltish. 
And she's basically like, I'm so sorry. I know you're upset. And he's like, listen, clearly I can't satisfy you. And I'm going to have to deal with the fact that every so often you'll have to get yours somewhere else, which is the worst fucking response. And it's she's a wasp. Like, I don't, it's a wasp I don't want like a husband who looks up, the other way. You don't care if I kiss the gardener. And then she says... This is insane. Ugh. But it's also like the arc of Charlotte in this episode. I mean, she 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 doesn't hesitate at this point and she's like, you know, Trey, I think when we're back I've in had the city. I've this fight before where it's like, I don't want you to be okay with me flirting no. with people. I no. want you to fight for me and them being like, I guess that's just the way it is. Yeah, I feel that. Lazy. And then I feel that really hard. And then you're like, okay, if you don't want me that much, that's okay. And what she says to him is when we get back to the city, we should separate. And Trey says, alrighty. Already, that's his like through line. I mean, that's his. If we've learned one no thing response. about Trey, is that yeah. he says already. Um, his whole family is just like clearly fucked up, and we've known that forever. But here we are. Just, I just can't believe he said already to her. I can. And then he it's, hits the tennis ball. Yeah, that's his yeah. abs are really out of control. It's it. His face makes him look so much older than he is because clearly by his body he's like a hot young thing. He's looked like that forever, though. So now it's funny because Sam Jones is calling Samantha 75 times. And Charlotte, sorry, Carrie is doing the same fucking thing to Natasha. I have like attacking, man. I'm like, you're going to sound crazy. She's like, seven missed calls and I still hadn't had heard back. This is my favorite. The next morning, Miranda woke up with the worst hangover of her life. And she goes over. She's like looking for the detective. She like is really struggling to walk down the hall, which like no hangover has ever been like this before. This Honestly, is like, I have. Really? The oh, stump bullies? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mine don't feel like not this often. either. Not often. It's it's truly, it has to be a very The right combination evening. of like Maybe alcohol and... Maybe six double vodka martinis. Right, that would do it. And you, here's the thing. the Among the evidence left over from the night before is <gasps> he left her... A, ch- a pamphlet for her local alcohol. No, it's a note that's like maybe you should find this oh, is yeah. the number for your local Alcoholics Anonymous. And so Sam Jones comes to Sam Jones, and she realized that in screwing Sam Jones, she, she wound up screwing, screwing herself. herself. She's like, time to move, which really does suck. <laughs> she should have fucked him in his apartment. dorm if she wanted to. Oh, see, I loved Charlotte's outfits. Like they are, they're. I do like those pants. I'd wear those in a heartbeat. Yeah. They show up at home. No, she goes to her own apartment, which luckily oh, she yeah, yeah, yeah. Sublet. I forgot she still has Carrie's this wearing, iconic dress. Carrie's wearing the newspaper dress. Oh, yeah, this is iconic. And her iconic. boobs are out of control. Like, how do they stay up? She's not wearing a bra. Like, this how? is what you show up to talk to the woman whose life you potentially Ugh. destroyed. And she like, looks gorgeous. Also, notice this episode. Like is, a weird print dress. This episode. I, I mean, it's iconic, but. It's like, the first time we amazing. saw Natasha wearing anything but white. That's true. She's no longer the, like, innocent, um, like, pure alternative to. Carrie and Carrie's like I'm She's gonna sit down and pearls so she basically she used Samantha's assistant to get to find out where Natasha was having lunch and then she sits down and Natasha goes I'm gonna scream and Natasha I would fucking too she's being there stalked never by the a point where Natasha has said something where I've been like you're wrong like no all Nat- Natasha has done is be the woman who married big which I think is a testament to the writing that we never hate Natasha we can't hate Natasha no and if you do I think that says way more about you than anything else because preach hubby <laughs> because <laughs> because she has done literally oh. nothing except be not Carrie and so Carrie says like this long I mean she has to like get her breath under control when Carrie sits down at the at the table like this is this I can't her. even imagine yeah. you've left your husband now potentially partially because of this woman and she has the audacity to show up to show up and take to and say that it's all me like me and my beautiful body I'm and so everything sorry I, I d- took your man like, away from fuck you, you and dude. she's like I'm deeply sorry and Natasha has this amazing speech where she goes are you through and Carrie goes yes and she goes I'm sorry too I'm sorry that 
I married big. I'm sorry that big moved to Paris and fell in love with me. I'm sorry that he married me. I'm sorry that you had an affair with him and that I ignored it for so many. Yeah, for so long. I'm sorry that I fell down the stairs and chipped my tooth and that this tooth doesn't match this tooth. And it like goes on and it's like, she's like, and I'm sorry. But it's, it's what it is, is her just, it is, it is Natasha reclaiming her time. She's like, bitch, you think you have this narrative down? Let me tell you, I'm a whole person. I have had to deal with this on my side. And you know what? I have some fucking regrets too. And you are not responsible for this. Which honestly, I appreciate for the show because Carrie yes. is our protagonist but she's Carrie's in the wrong and she's an unreliable narrator for well, that part matter of, yes like, and part of what this does is Natasha is actually taking that exact power that Carrie just assumed she had and being like actually bitch sorry but this is my life my relationship and you do not get to decide that you fucked it up for me and you also don't get to like be absolved of any guilt by coming in here no. and trying to take responsibility she sees what Carrie's doing of course, of course. because if you've ever been on the other side of someone apologizing to you for their sake you know exactly what oh, that feels yeah. like it's ridiculous you're like it's I almost she's laughable like, she yes. goes not only have you ruined my marriage but you've ruined my lunch and I was like you're an iconic bitch. honestly yeah, I love that you've ruined my lunch and then she says to mimic Carrie I guess that's just what I had to say. Yeah. And so then I Perry, only wish that if I am ever in a circumstance like that, I can do the thing Natasha does and not scream and have a very well put together comeback because goddamn. And then Carrie leaves and as like, if single women in New York <gasps> didn't have it hard enough. Because now, because now, lesson, because now Natasha's back in the market. And so now for some reason they decide to make this slow motion. And I'm sorry, but all I can look at is her boobs. Why and they're are a they little, doing it? And they're a little bit lopsided and they're just bouncing out. Because the that strap bit. is a little bit tighter You're than right. the other You're strap. You're totally right. So she's got one that's perfectly hoisted and, and another one, one that not. can go free. But either uh, way, we're slow-moing for no it's reason really, to just watch her well, boobs Well, we're slow-moing. Bounce. I don't know. This is such an interesting like use of... Um, like editing and DP yeah. because uh, we're not on her side on this. Right. So why are you giving us this slow-mo introspective moment when like we we're on the outside. We already got, we have all the information we need to know that like Carrie's been in the wrong. So I, think I this, don't need this introspection. This because feels like it might be a, um, a disconnect between writer's room and audience where I think they probably thought people would just side with Carrie no matter what. Yeah. Whack. And yeah. also Whack. maybe, maybe. It's your neighbor Darren Starr. <laughs> maybe the 2000s woman would side with Carrie that's it is, hard that's yeah I don't that's know. hard to think about yeah I guess you know here I am hard-hitting questions right <laughs> because the I, I I guess well it's it's kind of like why I think people who watch the show when they were younger or like in your circumstance feel a way more attached to big whereas me watching it now I have no patience for big, I love big. oh I, hear, I, I mean, don't see any good really I, I see their banter and I see that they have real chemistry but beyond that I'm like like, I guess knowing what I know and I'm, I fair, won't say right, anything yeah. but no 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 I'm kind of with you like he he never he, actually when I first watched it he never really had me fully taken huh. um, well like Candace Bushnell doesn't think they should have ended up together in the show like yeah. like and that's what I mean where it seems like the writers wrote to what they wanted the audience to empathize totally. with Carrie about necessarily at, at sometimes it is a very smart and well-written show but sometimes yeah. it seems like they're playing into just like what will the audience want to see about Carrie versus like what's a good story or like uh-huh. what's it's interesting and then also that comes into like what like what producers were asking of them mm-hmm. what the network was mm-hmm. asking for them like totally. oh you know our audience really responds to a b and c can you do more of that next just make season? that the thing right yeah depending on whether or not that's something they really even wanted to do but um yeah it's interesting how that all kind of shifts and changes I um 
There's a great slew of men on this show. Oh, there is. Big yeah. is 100% oh, who is your, not who my is favorite. Who is your favorite yeah, man? Am I allowed to say yeah, it? If yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Harry. Well, yes, it's Harry. Oh, I know who Harry yeah, is. Yeah, like I would marry Harry in a heartbeat. I know that name. However, if, if, you, if you like sleep on Aiden, you're wrong. Like, oh, a- interesting. Aiden. I Aiden. love that. I'm over Aiden. I just have a John Corbett thing. It's fair. It's, 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 I'm more of a burger girl myself. He's got to come back, right? He co- does... I don't know, Bridget. You're fair. Gonna have this is the I one thing do spo- I don't. I don't do spoilers, girl. That's fair. That's fair. I found out too many accidentally, obviously. Steve's it's been out fantastic. forever. But I love Steve. Although, by the end of his... F- we we haven't seen Steve in a while. So, sure. the end of the arc that I've seen he is was him a being like a baby, baby yeah, and really he, fucking random. But at the beginning, I was like, Steve's my favorite. Steve's they my all favorite. Have Steve's their, my favorite. They all have their issues, I think. Um, just like real relationships with like real, real people. Ones. Oh my god, yeah. they do such a good job. No, Charlotte, Charlotte gets my yeah, yeah. Lily. Who did you resonate with this episode? You oh, took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> How did I know what? A question we've never asked before. I don't know. It's so new. Um, that's so interesting. You can uh, think on it if you want. For I feel a second. like I feel like all of them except Carrie. Ooh. Oh, interesting. Like Fair. on a certain level. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Carrie's epi- arc this episode is really only about Natasha, which is actually interesting because often she has the main line. Yeah. And like Samantha doesn't. It's She's, funny but because I actually I... would throw Natasha in my mix for, oh. for characters. I <gasps> do. Yes, I love that. For sure. You know what's interesting is that I feel like I've been like made the villain in a relationship before mm-hmm. that except that I actually didn't do anything about like... Oh, interesting. Like I, you I, became the villain without being the villain. Yes. I was made yes. a villain just by existing. And like I sort of, sorry, I took this no, right out of you. Totally okay. But I sort of resonate with Carrie in this like feeling of like being involved in a relationship you're not a part of, except I didn't have an affair and I didn't do anything. But I like, I like, I don't know where that puts me in the scope of that. But I like sort of understand the like feeling like the third in a relationship even though like I was like I I am no part of this sure but I understand like being villainized like that feeling of like you can see someone seeing you and feeling and like wanting to control the you. narrative or yeah yeah I sorry finish no what no you no um, Natasha interesting well because I mean I've recently ha- I mean not even just recently but like when people try to take um responsibility for like my existence in this mm. world um or credit for my existence mm. in this world it really it like totally witches me out because i'm just like not even my parents who created me can right. take full responsibility and credit for my existence mm-hmm. in this world like i i make my own choices i'm i decide my own fate so like to have you sit down and tell me you caused something in my life is, is like, like arrogance it's that, arro- yeah, and, yeah. and the fact is it's funny because like i would say that i don't resonate with carrie in this episode because she's being so unbelievably selfish but right. i resonate with people like charlotte in this episode <laughs> for her selfishness yeah like oh. there's different well there are different kinds of there selfishness. Are different kinds of selfishness charlotte and, genuinely doesn't have a need being met and she's and she goes and seeks it out for herself and, and then, i have to give and her then, a little credit for and that. then she owns up to her mistake immediately when you know when it comes out and is like i we can't do what we've been doing yeah. whereas carrie's like how can i how can i sneakily yeah. and it's interesting with charlotte because she doesn't like it happens it gets out there and instead of you know running to trey and being like how do we fix this she knows that she did it because of a bigger picture and yeah now- and she also can tell by his reaction that that bigger picture is clearly what is gonna exactly prevail it's interesting with carrie because it's like I, f- I feel that too i don't think i i haven't been in a natasha situation but that feeling of like 
you know what? Fuck you because you did get involved and you did do this. And now you are also trying to get involved and, and make yourself a part of this part yeah, too. Like yeah. remove yourself get from out. my life. Just get, take a hint. Why on earth would I want you to be part of what's happening now? And I certainly Especially don't want to Especially if you were involved. No, I, I understand. You know what's weird? Yes. Sorry. No, don't but apologize. I, I understand Carrie's like urge. Like yes. you, know sure. you, you know you have hurt But somebody. when she doesn't call you back seven times, no, you no, no. don't of show course. up at lunch. I don't think I would ever even make the phone call. But no. I understand the like thought process of being yes. like, I have hurt this person. For and sure. I know. And I'm confronted. And that's television, I guess. It's like people following right. through on impulses we of probably course. wouldn't. It's, it's but dramatic yeah. storytelling. Right. However, like in the real world, if I was the carry in this situation, I think... The amount of just ballsiness it takes to show, like that to me is almost ballsier than having the affair. Yes. I think if, if I feel the impulse too, I yeah. totally do. Yeah. But I well, think we have a really a, innate desire to like defend ourselves. Of course, but not even beyond defend ourselves. Like if you are somebody who, um, is empathetic, yes. overly, which I am, I'm yes. a very overly empathetic person. Like I would, f- whether or not I cause it, I would feel the pain. Yes, I get that, that too. Yeah, 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 definitely. And at the very end of the day, if I had to pull a carry, the the tact would just be different. It would be more like, I wouldn't call her a hundred times and I certainly wouldn't show up at a lunch of hers, but I would definitely maybe, like, if I did get her on the phone, just say like, I'm sorry, I don't know what part of this I cause or if I cause any of it, but I just want you to know I'm taking myself out of the equation. You won't have to hear from me again and I... I at the most I wish I would like yeah at the at the most like there's yeah. just I don't know there's a tact level where you you have to go into that situation being with the priority that you want them to feel better not yes. you want you to feel better yes. not yeah. you want you to yeah. f- like, yes if it's if, a personal reason you shouldn't then be you doing, shouldn't be it doing it because you've already inserted yourself yeah I, I, I definitely feel that too I think out of everyone though the person I resonate most not that I've exactly done this but Miranda accidentally ruining a really good sel- thing for herself because she gets insecure and overdoes it oh, is like, I mean, that's just like textbook me. Textbook. I mean, yeah. Textbook. Whether or not it. <laughs> me too. <laughs> like, honestly, I, I don't drink a ton anymore. I say as I've got two glasses of wine, like really though. But even in college when I drank a lot, like it, it wasn't like I would really ruin things by drinking, but it's just more that I understand the trying to overcompensate for your irrational feelings and then making a situation way worse than it should have been. Well, drinking just lets your guard down. So like your insecurities sort of take a back seat. And I'm definitely like, or they float to the surface. Yeah. No, it does go one of both ways. Right. Or both. And then you're both trying to be Ah. like effusively whatever. And yeah, I mean, freshman year me had a whole alternate persona. Everyone called Dridget. Which Bridget. was drunk Bridget because I don't have a name for blackout Brooke because I, I don't get blackout. The I nice do. thing is that I do <laughs> only if I don't eat Bridget e- eating I mean, is the Lily has seen me my worst drunk. Oh, more I believe than that. Most people. I believe that not many people have seen my worst drunk. That's good. Lily's fun. Only drunk. a few people have seen only my, my worst, handful. but here's the thing. You're probably like me then where I'm like, if my drunk Bridget is like, if I've ever had a nice thought about you, I'm going to tell you times 10. Oh, me million. too. Are you kidding? Yes. Same. So like the thing You're is so freshman nice year, drunk Bridget made friends with all of the seniors I was really obsessed with mm. because I, I'm sure I was a little too effusive, but I also knew that I couldn't be too effusive. So I'd get into this perfect amount of like drunk and just like, just uh, t- tell me about what you do. Like I saw this and then I had oh, yeah, all these yeah. like older classmen friends and I was like, fuck, I can only do this when I get drunk. And oh, like, I exactly. <laughs> I totally know that feeling. It's, it's so strange how that, how, you know, 
you, a situation like that become, um, comes about naturally. Like mm-hmm. you naturally gravitated towards them. You you were yourself yes. around them and that's how you became friends with them. And yet and then, we wake up the next day and we're like, I have no idea how to recreate being myself. Drunk me is a whole different person who I can never access unless but I'm like, that person. Yeah, and Wait, it's so... Was I just, and it's oh, such it was a weird, an episode of Don't so Trust the Bee in Apartment 23, Monday, Which June. Brooke got me into and then I watched all of it in like two days. Oh yeah, it's phenomenal. Um, Which episode are you thinking of? Monday, June. Oh, yes. My Colts come out, kid now. Um, who did... No, not who did you write the name of. Plopability. Oh, yeah. Plopability, we mean like if you took this exact plot and stuck it into the 2018 TV show, would it work? I think this Wait, is pretty... say that word again. Plopability. Like if you plop... If you plop it in. So like, is it ploppable? Plopability. I think it's pretty ploppable. There's nothing that screams 2000. No. I do think that... The college dorm thing. I was going to say the college dorm thing only because I think maybe... Well, yes. We're living in a pre-9-11 world. Well, yes, that. But also I think... I think maybe this is just dumb because I know there's still a lot of like sitcoms and fun shows where ridiculous things happen. But I think TV writers treat audiences a little more smartly just in the fact that like... That's well, not a real situation where two third-year-old women would walk into an NYU dorm and go no. up to a party. Like, that would not happen. But yeah. now it's I – w- I agree with you when you say that. However, there are networks that still cater to yes. just that. Oh, yeah, of course. So now it's about that's like finding the a place for the, for, the, mm-hmm. for the realistic voice, for the sitcom voice. For th- totally they, they all have a place in the world. And, and I don't think the mugging story would have happened. Like, a lot of this – I don't think this show would be on HBO now. No, I think you're right. Actually, that's really interesting. Specifically, HBO. This show this would, show be would be it. like a, a silly sitcom that doesn't push any this, boundaries compared to, say, like the sex scenes in Game of Thrones where you're like, well, this was... Some, I mean, like... No, they, they do, do... They tackle a lot of real stuff, They all, but it is also kind of bogged down every now and then by... The about superficial. Yeah. And the and the New York Times thinks it's a fair thing to write an op ed about could Cynthia Nixon understand the struggles of the people right. because she once played a character I who liked to buy like, shoes. I could see this on like Hulu now or like yes, Amazon yes. or Netflix, like something like that. But like the, the like slightly twenty eighteen version of like a streaming service is like, let's make a fun show about these women living exactly. their best lives. It would look different. That said, a lot of the plot of this episode would translate. Oh, one hundred percent. Miranda's what I think. Charlotte's definitely. Yeah. I think Carrie's for sure. All Carrie's of it. Would. All yeah. Of it. Yeah. Um, okay. Delta's upsies. Delta's downsies. That's downsies. what I was gonna say. Lily, what's your delta upsie and your delta downsie for the week? Like change for the you better, know what change delta for the worse. Delta like r- roses and thorns. Kind of. Sure, yeah, yeah. Basically. What's the delta? Well, the idea is change like change for, for the worse. The better, change for the worse. Oh, it's the try. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Chemistry. Hey, Hi. baby. Uh, delta up. Um. Uh-oh. So a friend of mine does this series. Oh, yeah. Hashtag meditation sessions on Instagram. Sorry, oh, cool. it's a plug. Uh, we Don't ju- apologize. They just launched on Saturday. It's sort of like Tiny Desk's NPR, uh, oh, cool. NPR yeah. Tiny Desk, yeah, yeah, except yeah. it's in my friend's apartment. And we were filming, and we had to reshoot a couple things I had done months ago because they have a whole new setup, like a bunch of cameras and sound mixing and all this cool stuff. And the DP said something. Lily's an amazing singer. That's thank you. Oh, mom. I didn't know this. Thanks, mom. Um, I uh, 
they were setting up all the cameras and my friend Julia goes, oh, that's a beautiful shot. And it was a camera that was set up to my right side of my face and like, really I know, doesn't like that I side. know my sides. My right's not my best I side. I feel that. And I, I don't was, feel good about my profile ever, you know? Like, no, I, just, I, I certainly it. don't yeah. either. I have a Linda Belcher neck. Like I genetically just oh, don't have. Oh, but what a beautiful, I mean, like if you have to share a neck with anyone, at it's least it's Linda, Linda Belcher. <laughs> but um, she said that and I said like, um, I was like, is it really? You know how I feel about my right side. And the DP who I'd worked with before who I love dearly was like, Oh, it's, it's not, we're not working with Lily until she has to approve every shot. And I felt like I didn't feel slighted because I was like, Oh my God, he's right. I'm being a total effing diva about this. Right. And I walked away from that situation and I walked into the kitchen where I made myself a giant BLT and I went, you know what, baby, I'm a look how I'm a look. I'm, Yes, I'm, I'm yes. beautiful today. I'm singing and I don't really care. And this video is going to be fucking great regardless. So my up was just sort of a like, oh, my Fuck God. Yeah, he totally like threw an arrow at me. But it was it wasn't a piercing arrow. It was it like was a, like a what is that? What is that with the apple on top of the head? The light bulb. Oh, when they when they get that when you the put arrow? an arrow like an apple, apple on your head, head and, and you, they shoot that arrow. William Tell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do love that when someone tells you something or like a compliment where it's so specific and it's about something that you have like specifically felt weird about and you're like did you like did you know like how how on earth could you have known that this specific thing because when someone does that and you feel seen in like the right way and the best way it's such a and then and it's it's amazing how sometimes all you need is one person to be like you look amazing like this and I'm like wow I've been telling myself that I hate this part of my body for 10 years but obviously if this person likes it then I think it's probably (laughs) pretty cool and because it's just like it makes a huge difference sometimes when people extern my my boss um is something that I really have always loved about him is that he is very, very good with no prompting at like words of affirmation Uh. where like if he is happy or satisfied or like he won't just be happy or satisfied, like he'll go out of his way to be like, thank you for making this thing possible for me. And that's part of the reason that like I can work for him through anything because part of what it did like three weeks into starting to work for him, I was like, I want to tell everyone I know when they do good things because Uh the kind of or look beautiful or say something like anything because unsolicited affirmation from people you like work for or care about it could be day changer it's just yeah like like, we, like life changer sometimes and it's such a it, like realizing the power it had on me i was like oh my god there's no reason i can't just like tell people the lovely things i think about them all the time unless i'm drunk because <laughs> 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 clearly i do that it all but. comes back to me <laughs> yeah. drunk what's your delty upsies wait, what's your delty's downsies oh yeah wait do you have a downsy? You can skip a downsy if you want. Oh. Or you lean into it. Lean a downsy. I feel like it's sort of an ongoing downsy. Uh-huh. Like now that yeah. I'm back Storm in New York. Cloud. Oh. Mm-hmm. Storm cloud. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm back in New York, I really need to figure out um, what my life is going to look like. Because Fair. Because you kind of, you moved like sort of recently before you went. Yeah. I moved in November around the holidays. Right. So then like right, November, right. December are fake months. And right. then January was this interim month where I was waiting. Mump. Mump. Interim month. Love the mumps. Where I was waiting to go to Israel. Right. And then um, February. And now you're back and you're yeah. like, oh shit. But I was like traveling and everything was a February dream. February was and a dream month. Yeah. yeah. We were yeah. in like fucking land of Oz for literally for six weeks. Yeah. And then I came back. Six weeks? Well, I was. because I, I was I, like, it was only a three week trip. <laughs> we were gone for a oh month. And then I went to L.A. after that. And then I was here. I had this random interim week before I had to go back to L.A. this past week. So I've just my life's just been on hold. Yeah. And there have been a lot of distractions. That's really 
it's hard to like keep moving forwards at some point when you like hit a point where you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm going. Like what is happening? I haven't been home in forever. Sorry. That's my, yeah, I I feel that. I was going to play a drinking game at my grandparents' birth, my grandpa's birthday. He turned a hundred (gasps) on Thursday. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Um, Was it a crazy party? It was a rager. No, it was um <laughs> we it was actually really, really fun. A lot of people came out and had some really cool stories to tell about him and a hundred years. A hundred years. But I was um I was nervous because there was gonna be so many like family members I hadn't seen and old friends of the right. family and I was gonna like pretty much take a shot every time someone said <laughs> Like what are so you, what you doing, doing with your life? Like Fair. A, what are you doing and like do you have a husband? Yeah. Uh, uh, my dad and I have a fun game whenever we go to events together when people call we we have like our drinking game is like when people are like hi sir because I never remember my dad's name <laughs> and for me it's always oh my god you've, you're you so grown up like that doesn't happen as much because I'm like no. a 25 year old right. but there's always like oh my god you're so big the worst is in high school my dad and I was like uh, shots, when they shots. say that but then they don't introduce themselves that happened where they'd be sure. like, Lily. Like, oh, yes, you're my favorite family friend <laughs> yeah. from when I was three years old that you expect and me they, to remember. And they keep going. They go, Lily, it's so good to see you. You probably don't remember me. I haven't seen you since you were a kid. And I'm like, Yeah, I Correct. don't. <laughs> Please inform me. Yes, and. Yes, and. And they're like, Well, you know, I knew your parents. I'm like, Not helpful. Still not helpful. Give me I a name. D- Just I let me at least know your, your name, please. I'm like, I'm, wait- I'm waiting. You're like, Oh, you're responsible for my birth. Cool. Straight Thank up. You. Can well, I know your name? This <laughs> happened like six times. And the only one I figured out was. This woman was talking to me, and I was like, oh, oh, oh. And then her husband sat down, okay. and I recognized him, and I was like, you're my cousin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're my Related cousin. Related to me. That's amazing. Brooke has a new planner. Is that That's your Delta Epsi? With these sheeps. Yeah, those are They're my llamas, they're, right? I think I can't tell if they're out llamas or alpacas. Oh, maybe alpacas. But it says my name on How it. How did you get your name on it? I, I customized the same it. Thing. It's so cute. So Delta's Epsies? That's my Delta Up is this new planner. It's beautiful. Um, and my Delta Down is something that I am not going to talk about on this podcast, but it is a been a month. Can I just oh. offer yep. that um, just send Brooke love. That's all. Yeah. We all need love sometimes. And this is a good time for love. I love is you, that Brooke. fair? You can. Okay. That's all I want to say. Thank you. I love you too. There's a, you know, sometimes in having a podcast, there has to be a line in what we do and don't talk about. Also, and I'm we're like, not trying to be like, mur, 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 but just love is uh, helpful. Uh, also, like I'm a little bit freaking out about my hair. So if you could tell me a text that you like it, uh, that would be And great. then it looks beautiful. <laughs> Guys, her hair looks amazing. I'm here in person and it looks fantastic. That's all. She's inspiring me to go get my hair fixed. I mean, Whoa. fixed. It's beautiful. It's bushy. Lily Moving has beautiful on. hair. Love anyway, it. Bridgie? Delsies, upsies, delsies, downsies. Um, uh, oh, uh, similar. Kind of like I'm not going to talk about it on this podcast, but I have, um, I had a, I had a hard weekend and I haven't really slept in three days. And, um, the upside of that is that sometimes the hardest thing is the right thing. Uh-huh. And We're sometimes just doing some really good work. And the real upside of this is that I had one of the hardest weekends I can remember, and that I was at every turn surrounded by people who went out of their way to care for me and take care of me. And in some really serendipitous ways, I, including me in the middle of a complete panic meltdown, was turned out to be like four blocks from where Brooke was and met up with her, and she took me home and took care of me. And <laughs> But really, this weekend and today has been, like, a demonstration to me that I have people who really fucking care about yeah. me and will go out of their way to take care of I'm me. Talk about what goes around comes around. I'm going to yeah. piggyback off that and just say that my real Delta Up is that I have the best friends ever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's, like, 
It's just like amazing. It's galvanizing to remember that like when something unexpected happens and you're like, oh, you care about me. You will take care of me. You will go above and beyond when I don't even maybe need it or when I do. But just like it's a really powerful thing to have people care about you and vice versa. That's amazing. Imagine having four best friends who you live in New York with and go to brunch. Shut up. (laughs) Hey, Lily, if you want, how can we find you on social media? Oh, if you want to find me on social media, I um, don't use Facebook. My Twitter is not mm-hmm. from, uh, it's from high school if you really want to go Which is ironic because love Lily that. is the person who convinced me to get a Twitter <laughs> in the first place. I love Twitter in high school. In high school, yeah. Um, uh, you can find me on Instagram. Yes. Lily Lag. It's L-I-L-Y. You know what's crazy? L-A-G. I don't think I followed you. Yet, oh, which follow is just like there's me. no reason I haven't followed to. you either. Here, okay, we'll do we're going to do that right now. This uh, is friendship. It is. It's Live. Lily with one L because if you spell it with two, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> L-I-L-Y. This is a shout out to anyone who spells their name stupid. <laughs> I have I where six people spell my name six different ways. All wrong. I mean, just like if there's a conventional spelling, why would you make your why life would harder? You ever spell why your would you add an extra letter? Mr. Policeman, why would you add an extra letter to your name? Why would you add an extra L to my name? Lily. Social media, ma'am. How must we find thee? How must we? You must. <laughs> what does it go by? <laughs> what does it go by? We'll explain the context of that after. I don't even need the context. That's funny. What does it go by? <laughs> it goes by. On the Twitter I go by, uh, Mrs. Burt Macklin. I love social media. You're Miss Burt Macklin. That's fantastic. Mrs. Burt Macklin. Thank you. Yeah. And on the Instagram, you can find me at BridgetM37. Also, this was a nice thing, too, when we were talking about like people giving unsolicited compliments and stuff. I posted a photo of my bare face on Instagram last week and partially because like legitimately I know it's silly, but having a nose piercing has made me feel so much better about my bare face. She's new. I was going to say, I don't recall you having a stud, but I like it. I love that. Almost everyone who I've seen who's known me for a long time has not said anything about it in person. And then will text me after and be like, I'm not kidding. I saw you and was like, she's had that forever. Yeah, no, that's and how forgot. I feel. Yeah, okay. which makes me, it comforts me because I'm like, it's like a fun new thing, but I think it really fits no, on my face. No, it belongs on your face. It looks Thank great. You. But also it was just so empowering to like post that and feel really beautiful and have people respond really well, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so go look at my bare face on Bridget M37. Brookie? Hi. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Brooke underscore Wiseman and you can find me on Instagram at Brooke Wiseman, no underscore. And if you add the underscore, I will cough up the phlegm in my throat and then throw it in your face. She'll cough it up. She'll throw it at your face. And then she'll wipe it off and throw it again. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> um, collectively, collectively, we, we are, are at Splat, Splat Podcast. Podcast on Twitter, on Instagram. I see you guys following us on Twitter and on Instagram. I have to say, because there have been a couple recently where someone will follow me and I'm like, oh, do I know this person? And then, and then I'll see they followed our Twitter or our our Instagram and yeah. it makes me so happy. I see you guys. I love you. Like us on Facebook at Splat the Podcast. Send we see those email. Insta, not the Insta. We see those iTunes ratings creeping up. Please rate, review, subscribe. Oh, happily rate. Oh, rate, review, yes, subscribe yes, on iTunes, on Acast, wherever Be you like find. Lily and buy us wine and subscribe and re- review it. Send us text that you That's love all. us. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.